Lovers and Friends, episode three. Welcome back, guys. I'm Junie Mars. And I'm Lita Rose, the house cat. <laughs> Big fat cat like in the bodegas. Okay. Okay. Shout out Cardi B. Love I her. Love, that's like my favorite part of that song. I know. Because <laughs> it's so New York. It's I so true. That. I've seen so many fat cats in the bodega. Yeah. They be holding it down, they honey. Do. Because they get the rats and the I they know. Eat, I mean, I don't know if it's rats, but the mice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. This episode, <laughs> we are going to be talking all about love, sex, and intimacy. Oh wow, it's gonna be a deep conversation there. It is. As you know, Lita Rose is someone who promotes a lot of body positivity and sexual liberation Mm -hmm. and so part of her work and if you haven't checked out her website you got to check out her website okay leaderose.com okay check Mm -hmm. it out but you know because of her work it's inspired um me to like open up and think more deeply about my own healing my own sexual Um, liberation and stuff like that so we thought that there would be other people who would you know who who may also be going through this who could Mm -hmm. relate to the things that we're going to be talking about on this episode so let's get into it let's get into this so how are we going to start this out what are we going (laughs) to what are we going to jump into Um, well i mean how would you define body positivity Body positivity, um, just really loving and truly appreciating your body, how it is. Like, you know, for me, like I'm slim, so I always wanted to gain weight because people like, oh, you're so like when I was little younger and in school, like people was like, oh, you're so skinny, skinny, you know, have nicknames, whatever. So I always, from that, I always wanted to like gain weight, you know, and like, Put on a couple of pounds or whatever. Or sometimes I just think I'm bigger than what I am and I'm not. She really does, though. Yeah, I think I'm, like, so curvy and, like, no. But I started to really appreciate or learn, like, I need to appreciate where I'm at and not really focus on trying to gain weight, you know, especially if my health is not in danger. Just really love and appreciate my body for what it is. I'm slim and that's fine. So I just think about really loving, really accepting your body, if yeah. you curvier, heavier, bigger, smaller, whatever it is, just really appreciate your body. What yeah, about and you? I think that's like that. That's a perfect definition. Is like loving and appreciating your body. And like for me, it took me a really long time to get to that point where I was like totally loving and appreciating my body. It's still something that I, you know, I'm struggling with now. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say struggling. I would say more like recognizing that I need to continue to build my relationship with my body. Yeah. And, um, you know, just feel more connected with my Mm -hmm. body. Because um, when I was growing up, I was pretty slim until I went through puberty. And then Mm -hmm. when I went through puberty, honey, I got like... Oh, it, it, it really felt like overnight mm-hmm. my body went from like looking like a little boy, you know, mm-hmm. 
as because as in you know I just, I literally did look like a little boy though. <laughs> if you've ever checked out my YouTube channel, which is Junie Mars, um, check it out. You know, I tell a lot of background history, background stories about my own life, but I show pictures of how I looked growing up and I was a big tomboy. And when I went through puberty, I had these huge boobs and like, you know, I was just like maybe 200 and something pounds, you know, for a sixth grader. Mm -hmm. That's, that's um, like bigger. Mm -hmm. So I went from like, you know, slim to bigger really fast. And it was something that I had to get used to. And I actually had to go to a weight loss program Mm -hmm. for two, two years of my life. Um, And it really impacted me in a positive way. But because of that, I think that I've had a push and pull love and hate relationship with my body mm-hmm. and it's definitely something that I've been working on and um about maybe 3 or 4 years ago I you know after college and and when I started teaching and I wasn't really happy I started drinking a lot and I gained a lot of weight mm-hmm. and because of that you know I had another a new struggle with my body but then I actually said you know what because the doctor, I had this, I had this um, appointment and checkup with the doctor right before I think like New Year's Day, and she was like, "Are you okay? Because your mm. weight is going up, mm. and I just want to like, I just want you to know, like, you know, this is something that's of concern." And that scared me because I was like twenty seven, maybe right. twenty eight, and it's like I'm, I was like pretty young to mm-hmm. be worrying about that. So from that day. I, I just started cooking for myself, cutting my drinking down and like working out mm. and just working on my own mindset. And I lost 55 pounds. Wow. And so I maintained that. But when I think of body love, it's like accepting your body, treating your body well, putting good things into yes. your body and really, yes. you know, allowing your body to heal, mm-hmm. especially from trauma. Yes. Because exactly. a lot of women, we hold a lot of trauma in our bodies, you know, mm-hmm. and we hold a lot of like energies yeah. in our body. So that's my new thing. And I think that is one of the reasons Lita Rose and I both wanted to talk about, you know, love, sex, and intimacy is because a lot of what shapes us is what happens to us when we are, you know, teenagers, yeah. um, especially when we're children. So because of that, I I didn't even realize, honestly, that right. I had trauma until may, like maybe until I started really being more aware when I was like being intimate with someone. Mm, I'm trying to think when I realized I had trauma. It was definitely, like, later in my life. Like, later in my late 20s. It wasn't definitely right away. I I didn't... You don't realize that, you know. Um, And how did you... Yeah. Like, for me, sexually, no one would know, really, because I was still open, but it was, like, something with myself, like, fully feeling connected with that person. I didn't really allow that. So mm-hmm. I I started to understand that for myself. I thought like, oh, I'm not fully connecting. But even when I first noticed it, it was more like, oh, well, I don't want to catch feelings for this person. I thought it was more, I don't want to catch feelings for this person so fast. So I'll pull back, I'll hold back and like, you know, not fully be there or whatever like that. But no, it's because, you know, trauma. 
you just you just um, kind of like a little disconnected or you have uh, discomfort in your body. And I had a lot of discomfort in my body or like if someone was like over me, certain things mm, would kind of like you. trigger me. Yeah. And it really hit me like uh, my ex when we were, it was like we were playful, like playing around, you know, like, OK, <laughs> all of that. But then she was like over me, but it was like aggressive at the same time. And she didn't realize that. And I'm just like, no, like, no. Yeah. So that's when like, like a part of it kind of clicked a little bit at that time. And I think I was like. Maybe I could be like 26, something like that, around that age. And I was just like, I was just like, no, like, this is a lot. Like, I can't have someone over top of me. Like, I just cannot, especially with the aggressive energy. I just couldn't have that. It just was a trigger for me at that time. So, yeah, that's when I started realizing, like, okay. And then, like, just really been disconnected with people. And yeah, I was still able to have sex, but it was just like, okay, this is like, uncomfortable but I don't want to tell them that it's uncomfortable so okay let them keep touching it's fine you know like whatever I'll it'll it'll feel better after a while but when I was over like when it was the whole sex experience was done I was like I ain't feel right like this don't feel right I feel Mm -hmm. like a little disgusted or a little like uncomfortable like like, hmm, I, and I still didn't really know what that Like your meant. body felt like that or you felt like that? Like both. Because yeah. my body was like at a discomfort already. And it mm. wasn't the person's fault. It just, it was my trauma that I just didn't realize. So my body was already at a discomfort when, you know, in the act. So then after, I was just like, okay, I feel like weird. Like, you know, I just feel like weird stuff. And I'm like, I just fully understand. And too, I started like really like Googling and searching. I'm like, oh this what this is why and the more i read about it i was able to really understand what was happening and then later in my life with people that i was dating to really tell them i don't like this oh i'm not ready for this yet Mm -hmm. like i can say that and sort of keep going through with it yeah so yeah i feel the same way i mean like for me a lot for a long time and it's funny because like Lita Rose and I were like talking about this this whole week, mm-hmm. but for us as a couple, we have strived to have strong communication, and you know that doesn't mean that we don't have arguments, but it means that we really work on trying to talk things through. And right. so, if we are having challenges, like let's say with intimacy or um, you know connecting, we really try to talk about why that is and get to the root of course it starts with like anger like well you're not doing this and you're not doing that or Mm -hmm. whatever but then when we calm down we can usually get to a point where we can see well what's the underlying issues Mm -hmm. and for a long time you know when I was intimate with people I didn't want to be touched at all I wanted to like be the one in control Mm -hmm. I didn't want anyone to like you know try to control me and I didn't want to relinquish any like of that control or or surrender mm-hmm. you know and I always wonder like well at first I thought like well that's because like I'm dominant you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but my true nature isn't that right. I mean I'm not Say I'm that one more time <laughs> whatever <laughs> my nature is like you know I I I think I think I think everyone has masculine and feminine energy everyone does no matter what. Mm-hmm. I think some people, you know, it's like a spectrum. Some people's energy is more towards 
more strong towards their masculine side. Some people are more strong towards their feminine side. And then, you know, there's some people that have a really good balance. And I think in order for us to achieve anything, we have to be able to balance balance. both energies. Um, So, yeah. So at first I was like, well, you know, I'm a lesbian. I'm a dominant and Mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever. But it really (laughs) wasn't that. It was like I, I noticed there was a point in my life where I almost... I question myself, like, am I comfortable in my own body? Mm-hmm. Am I in the wrong body? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I will, I won't, you know, I won't speak to being transgender because I don't know what that is like. So, you know, like, I'm not sure if that's, you know, what, what in the direction I was going, but mm-hmm. like, I did have a feeling of like being uncomfortable in my own body. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really do some soul searching. Like, why is that? You know, and I was the type of person that I was always running around, doing everything, <laughs> could not sit still right. for real. Like, mm-hmm. if you knew me, especially when I had my own business, initiative space, like, I was always busy, always running around. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until um, Lita Rose and I moved in together that I started to learn from her how to chill out and relax. Sometimes we do a lot of busy work because we don't want to sit down and think about what's really going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, So when I, I remember one day I was sitting on the couch and just keep, you know, like reflecting on my life and a voice just said to me, I was molested. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I heard it and I just like called Lita Rose in the room and I just like told her and I started crying and it was like the first time I had a release where I was like oh you know Mm -hmm. this is why Mm -hmm. my entire life I haven't really been able to connect to people Mm, you know this is why I had struggles you know just connecting to my own self Mm. or feeling guilty um you know about being like having pleasure right And so when we think about um, sex and intimacy and um, connecting with your partner or even connecting with like a lover, someone you're just you, whomever you're you're being intimate with. Yeah. Often we think first, oh, it must be the other person because I'm, you know, I'm doing my damn thing. Okay. I'm good at what I do. I'm good. I'm twirling and flipping and dipping, honey. (laughs) Okay. But we have to think deeper. Mm -hmm. We have to really tap into ourselves. I feel like in order to have good sex with your partner, you really have to be able... Well, two things. In order to have good sex with your partner, you have to be able to have good sex with yourself. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. I think I I tweeted that... um, Yeah, I tweeted that a couple days ago. But it's very, 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 very true. Mm -hmm. Like... And I also think, too, within pleasing yourself, you can tell your partner what you like. Because a lot of people think, you know, why well, do I have to tell you? Because we had a discussion mm-hmm. before. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I sh- why do I have to tell you? Because no. And it's like, no, this person is not going to know, like, not going to know your body, like, all the time. Because it can change. Like, what you like maybe a year ago is going to change. Maybe you did something new. Maybe that doesn't that thing won't work anymore so it's good to like update and talk and you know even watching um 
the Black Love documentary, they said they they treated it like a business. Like they had like, okay, when are we gonna do this? When are we okay? Because you know they had kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like you do have to talk about it with your partner. You, you have to discuss. I like this. I don't. That way, there's no trigger. Yes. Because when you don't know, that means you didn't communicate that with your partner, or you don't even know that yourself. So it's like good to know what I like. So that comes with like taking time and. Pleasuring, pleasuring yourself yes. to understand your body. Studying so your, yourself. So your partner can then know your body, too, because you already know what you like. Yeah, and for a long time, like, I thought, well, the other person should just know what I like, honey. <laughs> but the truth was, like, that was sort of like a defense mechanism because I never took the time to explore mm-hmm. and see what I personally like. Mm-hmm. You know, recently I had brunch with one of my friends, and... um we were talking about the idea of like surrender and you know being open to just like being open to letting go and letting giving the other person permission to just to just take you you know like just enjoy Enjoy you you and have you fully right Mm -hmm. and you know when we were talking about that she was i just like never really thought about it mm-hmm. you know and never really let go enough and and that is part of fear and fear comes from previous experiences yeah. so i say all that to say the second thing is you really have to be clear on your own personal blockages mm-hmm. like what is it that may be getting in the way of your ability to love someone else yes. you know your ability to to really um let go yeah what is it what are those things that are are getting in the way and it's like it's not an easy thing Mm -hmm. it's not an easy uh conversation to have with yourself no you know i had to do a lot of writing about it a lot of like soul searching about it and it's Mm -hmm. something i'm still working on right now it's something we as a couple are working on and i'm fortunate to have such a great partner in lita rose that you know she's patient with me and it's like you need to have you a partner like that, okay? Yeah. You need to, if not, a lot of things yeah. like cheating or just resentment, yeah. just a lot of things can happen. And if you a don't open up to your partner about it, and b your partner is not willing to be there and hold space for you and support you and just be patient, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So, I was yeah. sucking too much. My my. <laughs> my She's sipping on her warm hot water. Yeah, because we had a tuna sandwich today, and um, it was it was questionable. It's just questionable. So, I mean, it was still good, but, but it was, was still good. questionable. But just the whole process. So yeah, but that's that's a different story. But yeah. anyway, like when you're trying to build a stronger connection with anyone, with anything, you still the the thing that you have to do first is build a connection with yourself. Yeah, it starts with you. I always say that it starts with you. You know. When you're trying to connect sexually with someone, if you don't know what you like, how are they gonna know what how? you like? How sway? How are they gonna know? <laughs> how it's sway? like I'm not a mind reader, so how will I know this? I'm not talking to you, but I'm just saying. To She's public, talking to me. I'm not talking to you, but I'm saying like you know, for anybody, like how would you know? Because your last partner is different from mm. your new partner. Every and you can't compare. You can't compare. 
everybody like different things. So you can't, first of all, you cannot do something that you did with your ex. Mm-hmm. You can't do the same tricks because maybe I don't like those tricks, you know? You're like, what are you You're doing? Like, what is this? <laughs> um, this doesn't feel good. I don't and like a flip and, and turn. Right? And for you, like, well, I'm a master at the flip and turn. And it's like, well, I don't like that. So it's like, that's why talking to your partner, I think mm-hmm. I remember, like, I don't know who it was. Maybe I remember, but I'm not quite sure. It wasn't me. This was back before we met. <laughs> back, I'm going backwards. This is back in the day, okay? Back in the day for the moment, for one second. She was a player. I wasn't a player. <laughs> um, but one of my friends, we were, like, thinking about, like, hooking up responsibly. Like, we, we talked about it. But this is the first person that actually talked and said, oh, let's talk. What do you like? And this is what I like. This is my Like, we actually talked through it and say, this is my dislike. And I'm like, well, this is very mature. Like, I'm, like I was always fine with talking about sex. And somebody's like, hey, let's talk. Oh, you want to get, like, oh this, oh, this other person that I dated before I met you. Um, she was like, when have you been tested? That's the, mm. the first question. And I was like, oh, and and I told her when or whatever like that. So I do think those conversations need to happen. Yes. And it's important. I'm like, oh, well, we shouldn't talk about this. Or oh, this doesn't turn me on. This like this kind of yeah. not setting the mood. No, we're adults. Like, we, you exactly. have to talk about it. It's like if you want to be intimate with someone, you have to hold space for them to be comfortable and they have to hold space for you to be comfortable so in order for that to happen like you know you have to be able to have important conversations yes yes you know if you're looking to connect on a higher level if you're just trying to like you know hit and quit yeah get a one two one two one two punch pop pop yeah (laughs) then then okay okay whatever I'm on the level of making deep connections, okay. you know. So those are important conversations to have. Um, but now, you know, before when I was like younger, sex was more just about like, you know, just like sex, having fun. I wasn't yeah. really trying to connect with Same people. Mm-hmm. But now um we've been together for three years so it's like and we're old we're getting older we're not we're not that old but you know we're like in our 30s so it's like as a in a partnership you want to find ways to keep your love life your Mm -hmm. sex life fun and also keep it like meaningful in the sense that you feel like you're connecting and you're growing and you're Mm -hmm. building Mm -hmm. your relationship to the next level Mm -hmm. So, um, do you want to talk to us a little bit about like tantric? Like, I, there's 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 some there's several books that Lita Rose has been reading about like better connecting with your body and tantric sex. And mm-hmm. so, if you want to give us some knowledge, spit some knowledge about that because that's something I'm really just learning from her, to be honest. <laughs> so, and I'm still learning, but yeah, from what I read, um, it's pretty much it's just. Like, you know, really connecting with your partner and tantric sex is not really about it's about the orgasm, but it's not about the orgasm. So it's about um it's kinda like it's a lot of touching. Cause I honestly people think some people think intimacy is about okay, sex, right? You think that's the full thing of intimacy, but with tantric it's way more than that. It's about can you look at your partner in your eyes mm. while you're having sex mm. or you know, um, when you're doing your thing, can you make that eye connection? Can you hold it? So it teaches you like certain 
um, positions and stuff to do, like breathing techniques at the same time so you can be in sync with each other. Um, just touching different spots to see, like, how do you feel? How does, does it make you feel uncomfortable? Makes you feel hot, sweaty, giggle. And it's also fun. It's okay to have fun sex. It doesn't have to be like we watch movies and we think it's like, let's be romantic. And before, I mean, yes, I'm a very like sexual person, but I also used to think like sex had to always be like, Sexual in a way, like how to look sexy, like oh, like, <laughs> like bite the lip and flip oh your hair, my God. like you know. I thought all the time I had to be on one every time, but no, like dating different people back then, like when I was single, having different moments, and some of them was certain things that was funny that happened. But you keep like it just it's funny. Like it's what funny. you gotta just share one time. Okay, one Come person on. just flipped off the bed. <laughs> And that, that was funny. I was like, oh, oh all right. My gosh. You know, or if, you know, just things happen, weird noises that comes in and out, you know, whatever. Just you make bump head. Like, I've been with some, you, you, you like, okay, ready to do this? And you, you bump your head <laughs> and you like, and you laugh. Yeah. That's okay. It doesn't have to be, it's not one way of like, well, we're not sexually connected because um, you're not being sexy. You're not wearing your lingerie. That's cool. That's your like natural thing. That's what you enjoy doing, or that's what you and your partner enjoy doing. That is fine. But if you have on your little short shorts and a bra, or you just like to be completely naked, that's fine. It's not like we need to be sexy, like or romantic. Mm-hmm. If you are a romantic person, that is fine. But if you're a goofy person and you're silly, that is fine too. Yeah. Like it's okay. People think like, no, no, we get we okay. Well, let's focus back again because we were laughing. Oh, the kiss wasn't right. So like, so what? Like, who cares? Like, keep going. So what? The legs didn't get crossed like it should. Okay, Ooh. you know, that's <laughs> in that tantric. But anyway, tantric just goes back to a lot of touching with your partner. Uh, being comfortable with each other and understanding what makes you uncomfortable, and then express. Don't say I'm uncomfortable. You keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, like, I'm a little uncomfortable, like, when you're, like, right here for too long. Oh, you know, it's just exploring the body together. Your partner should be exploring your body, and you can be exploring your partner's body, and you can say, like, okay, more of this, less of that. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, so you can be like, oh, so it's really about feeling each other, feeling each other up and out. But, like, really getting to know okay. your partner's body together at the same time. Um, so it's like having a close, um, like intimate moment without actually going the full way. That's what tension is. So it's like kind of learning to hold your orgasm at the same time or having an orgasm in a different way mm. and then, without someone penetrating inside of mm. you or, you know, touching that area. It's like, let's find other ways to have an orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many different kinds of orgasms. So many different kinds. And like, you know. Also, to spice things up, you're like, oh, are you into, like, like for me, um, when it, for some reason, when it, I don't know why, but when it comes to, I'm like a, um, I like texture in general, but when it comes to, like, sexual intimacy, aroma does it mm-hmm. for me. And sometimes a certain temperature. So if it's, like, a little cool, and then, like, the aroma, I'm like, oh, out of nowhere. So it's like knowing that, okay, mm-hmm. with your partner, you want to try feathers, you want to try certain things, you want me to touch, you know, your back. And like, you can give like a massage. So all this stuff is like very sensual, but we're not having full on sex. Yeah. 
I feel like that's true intimacy. Sex, yes. Sexual intimacy, yes. romantic intimacy, is that you are able to give pleasure to each other, but you're not necessarily, you know, you're not necessarily like penetrating exactly. or, you know, you're not necessarily in what people consider sex, you know, mm-hmm. in the positions of what people consider yeah. sex. Like, I've heard that there are people that can have orgasms from simply being like touched, like mm-hmm. as in, you not, no, I, let me stop, let me go back. I've heard that people can have orgasms by actually not even being touched on their body, but yeah. like someone holding the hand over in I certain areas of your body and bringing out your energy. I watched some videos of that because I wanted, I was into that and it's really true. It's, it's really too. true. It's yeah. really true. So it's like there's so many ways that we can explore our sexuality, our connection with our partners mm-hmm. and just but it's about first like you cannot do any of that unless you open up yourself yeah you know unless you are able to recognize what's going on with you Mm -hmm. so that you can better connect with you embrace you love you Mm -hmm. you know um a friend of mine is doing a pleasure challenge which is basically a challenge where you masturbate every day. I like that challenge. Every day. And it's not... The, the goal is not to have mm-hmm. an, org, an orgasm. Right. The goal is to just learn mm-hmm. what you like, what your body likes. And that's called like... Because um, the book that I'm reading is called Pleasure Sensations. Mm. So knowing your pleasure like and enjoying... Like you said, not... It's not about the goal of having an orgasm. It's about like enjoying those. It, he called it mini orgasms. So you enjoying the, mm, the sensation. You enjoying the pleasure. Like however it feels to you, you actually enjoying that. And then you like, you know, she told me. Then you like take notes. Yes, right. I wonder if she's reading this book that I have. You have to ask her. Maybe, but you you take notes and then you know you observe and study yourself and like see that. what you like because then you're able to truly know yourself and when you do then have sex with partners you can say like oh can you rub this feather on yeah, me okay. or I like when you put hot wax, wax. or whatever okay. you like but you know instead of going through the whole thing of somebody's like yeah I got something special for you girl right. and then they break out with some ice and you're not into ice and you're like oh this cold oh my god and I'm then you like I don't want that right <laughs> So, so it's like, you know, instead of that, and I mean, like, you know, I think that it's good sexually to have time to like explore and learn, Mm -hmm. but it's also great to be able to vocalize like, oh, you know, let's try this. I really enjoy this, you know, so that it's it's like, I used to think sex was just like about the other person, Mm -hmm. you know, and me making sure the other person is pleased. But it's really about your connection, your union, and then also how you're able to share and enjoy sex at the same time personally, you know, on a personal level for yourself. Sexual energy is creative energy. I like that saying. Sexual energy is creative energy. And everything, I love singing. And everything is based on energy anyway. Yeah, everything is energy. I'm getting a tattoo. Don't nobody steal that idea. Everything is energy. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure someone has I don't want anyone to have it but me. Okay, no. Y'all can have it. It's fine. Are you going to have like a symbol for it? Or are you just going to have like everything is energy? I'm going to have everything is energy, but maybe I can think of a symbol to go with it. 
But um, how many tattoos do you have? I stopped counting, but it's like over twenty something. She has over twenty something. And I took tattoos. a little break, but when I get back, oh, I'm having more. It's not done. It's not over. I want. I want a few more things. It's not over yet. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I only have three. So I'm, <laughs> I gotta catch up, baby. Okay. I know she will. But yeah. And I was gonna say too, um, like it's okay. Because speaking to your friends doing this pleasure, what she called? Pleasure challenge. I love that. Yeah, pleasure yeah. challenge. So I'm kind of sort of doing that too, A, because I decided to do a purge for like womb healing. From tell them about the purge. Yeah, I can tell them a little bit because I didn't download the ebook, but so I can give them some of the information. But um, I follow um, Allset. She used to go by Taryn Guy and she. You know, very conscious about healing, Reiki, and stuff like that. So she have workshops and stuff like that. So she has an ebook that you have to download, download, and so the purchase for twenty eight days of this month, and you for three to days each week you go on a smoothie and juice and water fasting. So you can eat, you can you cannot eat, but you can drink smoothies, um, juice, and water. So it's like a liquid diet. Yeah, for three days. Out of each week. And then the rest of the days just eat really healthy. Um, you do a social media fast. She's not saying don't go cold turkey. If you can, cool. But like you kind of limit yourself. Like, okay, I give myself 30 minutes. I give myself an hour to be on social media for the day. Or whatever it is work for you. You do that. Um, and also, there's no sex. Again, there's no sex. She said you can like pleasure yourself and masturbate. That's fine. But the reason why you can't have sex with your partner if you're in a relationship or married because you need that energy to be clear because you're trying to heal and you're trying to get the trauma. You're trying to like bring the trauma up so you can understand what are your traumas. And she said like deal with one trauma at a time each week. So you need all that. So I can't, I can't have like Junie Mars energy with my energies. If I'm trying to figure out what's my trauma or what else I need to work on or how I want to move forward or whatever I'm doing, whatever my challenge is, what I want to know. I can't have her energy with my energy. So that's why it's important, like, you know, in that moment for 28 days, like, not to be sexual with your partner or anyone, whoever you're, like, intimate with. You just really need to connect with yourself, you know. So that's part of it. So I'm doing that. And I'm also at the same time reading this book called um, Orgasm Unleashed. And it's pretty much that like, you read about the different types of orgasm, having a how to have an hour long orgasm, how to have an orgasm from different things or touching different parts of your body. And he, you know, while you're reading, he gives you things to do. He gives you homework. So that's why I wonder if your friend's reading that, but it gives you like, write this down, keep a, a orgasmic diary. So I have a diary. I just started reading this book and you know, you pretty I much like that orgasmic diet. Yes. I like that. It's like, okay, so I'm, I'm about this life. And you know, he asks you questions about yourself. Like, you know, when it comes to relationships, sexuality, feminine, femininity, what are your challenges? And then, you know, you write that down and you write it into yourself. So you'll be honest. You'll say, okay, this, this, and that. And it has other questions. Then you keep reading what he's going to teach you. Then like, okay, um, let's get to the point of if the couple's heart listening, um, so this one exercise, I have to make quiet time for myself. I have to be 
like, you know, away. I can't be with, around you or, you know, Grady. So I have to kind of be in the room by myself. That's dog. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I have to be in the room by myself when I have quiet time. No, my phone, no one's calling me. I my phone on silent. All of that. And he just said, like, oh, touch your body. Like, just touch, not touching your, you know, area down and that's touch, touching that because you have to kind of warm that up first so mm-hmm. you touch your everything your fingers your arms your hand the back of your neck your head just to see how does it feel when you're touching it put pressure to it do it lightly you know see if it how and then write those things down what did you enjoy the most about it before you get to that part so mm-hmm. then he said think of it like a warm-up exercise then you can get to the okay let me touch down there. I mean, you know, see how I feel. Do I like it fast, slow, hot, or whatever? You kind of get to know, and you write these things down, and you know, you write about how did it make you feel. What was what were the sensations? Mm. You know, if you like it or not. So I think you know, even if you're in a relationship, it's okay and support, and sometimes have moments where you're just pleasuring yourself, because yeah, for me, I do know my body, but. I can learn more things. Like I can learn like um, a new thing that I probably didn't even know was there. So it's about like learning new stuff about your body. See, did something change? Like, oh, I used to like this a year ago when I was 22. I used to like, but do I like it now right. at 33? You know, would I like it at 40? So you have to always, you know, check in with your body and have time, self care to see. What's going on with my body? If I like this touch, if I don't, why? Then if I you don't like it, why? Anything happen, or you had a bad experience, or whatever. So that's what I'm doing right now. So it's 28 days, and I'm also reading this book that's really interesting, and kind of reconnecting with myself. I always like reconnecting with myself, like even if I already know what I like. There's something new. Does something go away? You know, and it also helped me to know that I'm healing with my trauma, mm. you know, cause this whole purge is about healing and it's about bringing up stuff so you can deal with it. And that's the toughest part. It's like a lot of us, we don't want to deal mm-hmm. with stuff because mm-hmm. it hurts and that's understandable. It hurts. So I'm just going to suppress it or right. it hurts. I'm just going to ignore it. It hurts. I'm going to have a drink before I have sex so I can right. enjoy it. Yes. That used to be me. So it's like, yeah, I think I used to, a lot of my sexual, like, um, intercourse with people was always under the influence. Drunken. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, like, you know, we didn't realize or subconsciously didn't know that's what we were doing, but that's what everybody wants to do have a drink before mm-hmm. sex. And, you know. And it's like, it's more of a sexy thing. We see it as like, I'm going to have some red mm-hmm. wine. It's going to loosen me up. Which, I mean, yes. Yeah. That's true. But it's also like, why can we not? have intimate moments yeah. where we are completely aware and sober. Yeah. Why is it that the majority of the moments that we have are in under under an influence? Mm-hmm. Like maybe we, you know, whatever your whatever your um imbibing is of choice, right? right? But like a lot of us we feel more comfortable that way. Mm-hmm. But I think there are underlying issues there that we often don't consider. Like mm-hmm. Why, you know, why do I feel like I need to drink, you know, before I I, I get more more open or yeah. before I take my clothes off? Or like, mm-hmm. what is my, how comfortable do I feel being naked? Right. Asking yourself questions like that and figuring out why, why you, why you feel that way. I think we are not encouraged 
to self-indulge. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean, we're not encouraged to really connect with ourselves, get to know ourselves, and focus on ourselves. Especially as women, I feel like women are, are trained from a young age to serve others. And mm-hmm. I think it's so important to help and serve others. But honestly, like RuPaul says... If you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Okay. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, <laughs> Shangela. So, um, yeah, I think it's important before any of that, before giving yourself to other people, mm-hmm. that you truly indulge in yourself, meaning you figure out and you, you know, you learn how to embrace and pleasure yourself first. You learn how to love yourself first. What do you like? Mm-hmm. You know, there's this book uh, I'm sure you've heard about called The Five Languages of Love, right? Or is The Five Love Languages? I think The the Five Love Languages. Yeah, but it talks about... It's a new book. It's a new book. You know, maybe I'll write that book. Um, But it talks about how there are different ways that we experience and receive love. Mm -hmm. You know, just because Lita Rose may enjoy receiving love in one way doesn't mean that's the same way I do. Right. So sometimes what we do in relationships is we give love the way that we enjoy to like yeah. receiving love. Yeah. Because that's how we know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? We know mm-hmm. what we like, so we figure the other person may know it, may like what we like. Right. So we just give love that way. But it really requires you to be able to know like, oh, you know, actually I like cards or, you mm-hmm. know, I prefer like handwritten notes or whatever it is that you like and right. be able to share that because that's another form of intimacy yes. also to let your p- partner know how you like to receive love, mm-hmm. you know, because True. before you can engage in sex, like really meaningful sex, you have to even know romantically how you like to receive love yes. and how you, how you um, feel that you can best connect and engage with your partner on a romantic level mm-hmm. so everything is all connected everything everything is all connected i think at the core it's like there's so many different forms of intimacy mm-hmm. that we don't many. realize yeah like hugging for example yeah is a huge form of intimacy i love hugging and it I was reading something. It's it's it can like really raise your vibration. Yes. When you cuddle, mm-hmm. when you hug, when yes. you spend time, not just like a little church hug, honey. No, the gap in between. Okay. Okay, not a middle school dance Don't hug. Give me that. Don't <laughs> give me that. But like when you truly embrace someone yes. else and you feel their energy and they feel your energy, mm-hmm. that's an energy sharing intimate situation yeah and i'm not talking about that can only be with your partner no you can share hug energy with anyone Mm -hmm. you know and that's a form of intimacy that you have to be willing to open up to you know with our friends our best friends our friends in general we share a lot of intimate moments i mean essentially right your friends are like lovers who you don't engage in in sex with Right. right they're like your platonic lovers (laughs) lovers you know? <laughs> i mean if i think about it right because yeah. you really have a closeness with your friends mm-hmm. and an appreciation and they know you better than anyone you mm-hmm. know and so it's like 
we have to really treasure and value all forms of intimacy. Yes, yes. I think it's so important. The the relationships that we have with our parents or our our, our relatives, whomever, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate all those forms of intimacy, but also be aware of what parts of those kinds of intimacies make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then explore why that is. Because I know for me, I'm a very touchy person. Like, I will touch your shoulder, your hand. And it's not like, oh, I'm trying to, like, hey, get with you kind of thing. Hey, girl. Like, I'm just, I just, I'm just touchy. And then back in the day when I really used to drink, it would be extra. So it would be, I'm touchier, like, you know, whatever. But that used to make some people uncomfortable. They, like, you know, they just wasn't comfortable with that. So I was like, oh, okay, I have to remember that. Not everyone, you know. Right. You know, but it was still at the same time still for them to kind of figure out why is that, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, as boundaries, I respect p- people's boundaries. I'm like, okay, but it was something for them to figure out, like, why I don't like to be touched, why I'm uncomfortable, or why I kind of give a distant hug, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just really or good to l- think about. Honey, you know, I like, I cannot stand a limp handshake. <laughs> I did a YouTube video about that mm-hmm. and about, um, just communication and body language. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can read a lot about a person yes. by the way that they, you know, like hug you, mm-hmm. by the way that they make eye contact with you, yes. by the way that they um, shake hands with you. All of that kind of intimacy is like a look into what that person may be going through. Yeah. You know, yeah. when people aren't um, able to connect or sometimes feel. Um, it's challenging. There are things because it's like as humans, we're social beings. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for you to be introverted or extroverted or whatever your personality type is. But it's also good to check in with yourself yeah. about why you may feel a certain way or why you might feel uncomfortable. Right. Because feeling uncomfortable for many of us, makes us retreat back into our comfort zone. Like, I tried something new. I don't like it. I'm going back. But it's like, we have to remember that when we feel uncomfortable, that's our body adjusting. That's us growing. That's our mind and body resetting to meet us at our new level. And that's all that the uncomfortable feeling is about. Do you have, like, anything, either in the past or now, like, someone would do something that, like, make you feel uncomfortable? Like, uncomfortable, like, they stare at you too long or <laughs> touch your back or sit, whatever, sit close to you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have a lot of things, actually. Oh. But I think for me, it was more my interactions with men. Like, mm. I don't, I didn't like when men sat too close to me, like, because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm from New York City, so I took the subway, like, all the time. I didn't like if men were too close to me or I felt like, you know, they were putting their hands in places where, you know, they shouldn't be and mm-hmm. looking in my direction. So I was just very, and I noticed that about myself. I was very hyper aware of that. And I was like, why is that something that triggers me? Mm. And I had to go back into my mind and, and you know, really understand my own traumas mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. So that used to make me feel uncomfortable. But when I started dating people, there was nothing that really made me feel uncomfortable. It's more just like things that I see outside of myself, like outside when I'm when I'm experiencing the world that mm-hmm. that triggers me, that reminds me that like there's something I need to deal with. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I mean, for a long time. For for 
for much of my life, I've just said like I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy penetration. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me feel uncomfortable, and I need to think more mm-hmm. about like it's okay. Right, because there are many of us that don't enjoy that. But yeah, some people just does nothing for them at all. Right, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. Yeah. But I think it's also important to connect with yourself and think about, hmm, like, what what is that about? Well, I feel like it's a difference when you know it does nothing for you versus yeah. you feeling um, discomfort. Right. If you feel in discomfort, it's more of why then? Because mm-hmm. some people just don't like penetration. Yeah, people. some people just don't. And some people feel this feeling of uncomfortable. Like how you were talking about how after you would have mm-hmm. sex, sometimes you feel uncomfortable afterwards or dirty or yeah. like guilty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so connecting with that feeling is yeah. what I'm referring to. If you don't like it, you don't like you it. Like, like that's it. fine. Yeah. You know, but if you are just unsure about why you may feel a certain way then I encourage you to like explore it Mm -hmm. you know and all the things that we mentioned like about um you know going on a pleasure challenge or doing a purge there's so many things we can do to help us build more clarity yes you know reset button have a yes this is a new month Mm -hmm. you know September, there's a lot of blessings coming our way, coming your way. And it's like, we want to do all that we can so we can be clear and open and receptive to it. You know? Mm -hmm. So, if you guys like this topic, if you want to hear us talk more about our own experiences, you know, this was both of us going outside of our comfort zone, sharing yeah. with you a lot of personal stuff. Send us a note, like write us a comment, contact us, DM us, you know, you can, mm-hmm. you can contact us at Lita and Junie. So it's L-E-D-A mm-hmm. and A-N-D, Junie, J-U-N-I-E. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, you can DM us, let us know what you think, or you can put a comment under you know, a yeah. post. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Yeah. It's okay. We will talk back and let's just, you know, have a conversation and get it started. And also, you know, go on, you know, Apple, rate us, leave us a comment. You know, we'll just like talk to you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we hope that you got some gems and jewels and you felt connected to this. We hope that you try all the challenges that we talked about this week. Yes. And, you know, just keep loving yourself. Keep embracing yourself. Keep learning about yourself. Mm -hmm. That's where the truth comes from, is when you really connect and learn and invest in yourself and Mm -hmm. indulge in yourself. Yes, yes, That is the key. Yes. So we'll be back with another episode. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. We send you much love and positive energy. Peace. Peace.